Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with me, Robbie Musto, and my old mucker here, Robbie Earl, on our last Two Robbies Football Show of the season ahead of Championship Sunday tomorrow. So much to get through, my friend. A jam-packed show today. Mm -hmm. But let's start the show a little bit differently. We put a tweet out there, Rob, just asking our listeners for their favourite moments of the season. And we're going to read a few out here. Um, Lots of replies to this. I'll go one, a really good one from Zach Ariffy to start. says, Arsene Wenger's farewell at the Emirates. Despite being a Spurs fan, respect and love must be given. The Premier League owes everything to him. Much more than just a manager to many. He inspired me to get into coaching soccer and to give back to the sport that gave me everything. Another good one here from John Tabor to say, watching Liverpool Football Club and Mo Salah dismantle Watford with my mum and dad as they were just in awe of the beautiful game. They don't watch often, so to see it all click was special. Yeah, I had one from Ahmed Ibrahim, who was a Manchester United fan, who said, rather good moments. My favourite is beating City at the Etihad. The team showed what it's capable of, and I hope we show some consistency next season. And Michael Nathan came up with a great one here, Rob. Kevin De Bruyne, screamer at Stamford Bridge, announced Manchester City as a different team this year. It was his celebration, as well as his teammates, suggested that this team were confident that their time was coming, and oh, what class they showed this season. And if you don't remember that moment, just listen to this. De Bruyne powering through, left footed, what a strike, Kevin De Bruyne once again, a sensational finish from the Belgian and the breakthrough arrives, that's devastating from Kevin De Bruyne, Chelsea nil, Manchester City won, a measure of revenge here and a statement of intent by Manchester City. Arlo White just said it. Mm. It was a statement of intent. Absolutely. I think, you know, throughout this show, Rob, we're going to talk about some, some major talking points and defining moments. Yeah, looking back. For yeah. me, that was a really strong one because at that mm. point, it's fairly early in the season. We're yeah. not quite sure if it's the City side is a real deal. Me, you and many mm. others thought the City were the title favourites and up against the champions at their stadium. Yeah. I thought it was an incredible performance, an incredible goal by a player uh, that was good to go on to have a magnificent season. That was a, a massive moment. Interesting as well, Rob, because the the previous season when when City won the title, on both occasions they beat Man- Manchester City, yeah. Chelsea. So you know they had the hold on them. They were the reigning champions. We felt that Chelsea had started slow, but were coming. We were always worried that Man City might have a soft spot, especially defensively. Mm. I think that day and the celebrations, as Michael Nathan said in the tweet, kind of told us there's mm. something different about them this year. And w- boy, didn't it show? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we've talked a lot about City, and and we've you know we've given credit to the manager and the players and the way that things have changed around. But I, I still think it's just worth. You, you, you have got to step back, Rob, and, and this is stat. Of course, um, they have a match tomorrow, uh, and, and if they win their final game of the season, that will be 32 wins yep. from 38, which mm. I think is 
is insane. I mean, just to consider the, the other strong sides, the other great managers yes. this year, Rob, six and, games. And, and, and just six games of mm. 38 they didn't win is amazing. And I'm not sure whether we're ever going to see that again uh, in the Premier League for as long as we're around, by the way. That's well, a stunning, <laughs> stunning achievement. Well, it's interesting because you're talking about what they've done, and not, not only the wins, but the points, 97 now yep. more than anyone else, the goals, 105, one more game still to play, so it's not done yet. But I'm interested, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, what comes next? What comes next with this group? So I'm going to say it. Repeat. Repeat. <laughs> Repeat. What, what comes next for this football club has to be multiple titles, two or three in the next five years. Mm. What has to come with that is domestic cups. What has to come with that at some point is Champions League. And I've also got something that I want to, I want to make sure I get out there as well. It also needs, over the next two seasons, Robbie Musto, Pep Guardiola to commit to this project. Mm. It needs a manager to say, you know what, I'm enjoying this so much. We're challenged so much. It's, it's, a, it's a different league. I'm going to be here for the foreseeable future. Because if he walks away in 18 months, two years, this looks very, very different. If he has two years, though, Rob, he can achieve... A lot of those things you're asking Three about. Two, two, two more titles in the Champions, Champions League. League. Correct. And then we're having yeah, the, we're, the we're whole, conversation. Yeah, we're about, talking about, Is this you know, the best there. ever team that, that England's ever seen? But, I, of course, everybody knows that and appreciates that and respects mm. that, that, that. That has to, you know, there has to be longevity with this. But that's the question. Yeah. Will Pep mm. stay that long? He's a project guy. Yep. He's had two amazing projects up to this point. I... I my gut feeling is another couple of seasons and I think he'll mm. be done with English football wow. and move on to something else. That's, well, that's a problem for City. One problem for Southampton tomorrow is that they face Manchester City, still looking to, to create more records and push the barriers even further, Rob. City um, take on Southampton. Southampton at the moment is sitting the, 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 the good side of a 10-goal deficit yeah. with Swansea. Mm. Can Manchester City go there... And, and score five and six, Rob. It's possible, isn't it, the way they're playing? Uh, of course it is. Of course it is, yeah. I mean, I mean, Southampton have just got to be a little bit careful that they, they don't think that it is done. It's got to be a 10-goal swing. Mm. Uh, and Swansea have got to fill their end of the bargain as well. Um, they play Stoke, um, and they can win by a few goals. Three, four, because maybe. Because Stoke are done. Um, mm. Uh, so, so it's not. I mean, it, 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 of course, it's going to be a, a huge ask, but it's it's not all done yet. But Southampton, it looks like, are going to avoid it, and Swansea, West Brom, and Stoke uh, potentially go down, which is a big story in itself, by the way. When mm -hmm. you think of these three clubs that have been established, um, particularly Stoke, Stoke, West Brom, mm. you know, well, have had such a disastrous season. It's, it's interesting because you know, talk about City in the top and what they've done. Talk about. Teams, and let's say at the moment, all being things all being equal, it's Stoke, Swansea and West Brom, Rob. Mm. One thing stands to mind, and Ryan Bertrand said it about Southampton, and they look like they might just get out of it. He said complacency yeah. drops in. And, I, and I've got the same word that these kind of clubs expect to be 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, somewhere around there, Rob. And all these clubs over the last two years have gone... We're not happy with what we got. We want to do the next. Mm. We want to go next stage. We want to play next stage football. But when you go next stage, let me tell you my opinion. What happens? You get better foot, maybe better football at times. You get a fragility. You get a beauty. You get an egotistical player that isn't going to deliver you the same thing every week. Now, when Stoke City were under Tony Pulis, you weren't going down, but it wasn't great to watch. As they've improved the quality. They're more fragile, Stoke, now. There's no base to what fragile. they do. Uh, uh, fragile is one way of putting it. Um, 
disharmony is another another word. I'm mm. just trying I'm, to find I'm words about to those, summarize those, those, like those why, players. Yeah. The, you well, know, you're talking Shakiris and your Boyens and yeah. your Hesse's and, and, and... And a bit, some days in, flaky. some days out, look around, throw their hands up in the air, and, and not the kind of grinders but, but, that we but learn in those ones. they are more talented, so and they can bring that better football, days, but, yeah. the, but there's, a, yeah. there's a huge downside of things go badly. So Correct. I think that's, if, if things what, are learning for the season, that's what we're learning. But that's interesting. What do fans want, really? Do you want to be in the league doing the Tony Pulis style and not enjoying it? I think there's, it? A, there's, a, there's a happy medium. Correct. And that's, I, my, I that's at, my point, yeah. Right. So we, yeah. we can look at Bournemouth. Mm. The there's player, another way of doing it. There's another yeah. way of doing it. Yeah. It hasn't got to be one or the other. Mm. You know, so I, I, I'm okay with a team wanting to be more expansive, more attractive, and to give more to the fans yeah. because it can be done. But yeah. my goodness, it's risky. And if you bring in the wrong guys to do it, yeah. you know, you're in danger of just falling the other side of that fine line we always talk about with, mm. with winning and losing. And you can find yourself in a relegation fight and going down. Let, let me tell you where I see this, this clubs like Stoke, West Brom and Swansea. And Stoke, obviously, I, I was born in, in, in the area. I know the club very well and how they set up. Their first priority is to be in the Premier League, quite rightly. Do you know what they haven't done over the last 10 years well enough? Is concentrate on cups. Make cups your season. No league cups when everyone else, the big boys are not playing everybody. Go out, full out, get to a couple of cup finals. Win a couple of league cups or, or FA cups if you get lucky. Make cups your big thing and make sure you stay in the league. Most of the teams we, we, we're talking about don't have particularly great cup runs. Yeah, but, but there's a risk to that, isn't there? I mean, if you, well, you've if got you to give the fans something at, at some point. At some point, we, we, we want to we be entertained. We want something to be excited about. Yeah, we want to keep your day out. Correct. You, exactly. we, listen, my team, Millersburg, we had days out. Yeah. We got relegated as well. So it's just difficult. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you look at the league table and a quick kind of overlook of it all. And the top six are the top six. Mm. Other than that, I mean, seventh of Burnley. Last year, they were yeah. near the bottom. You know, Southampton were near the top. It's almost you, like a, a league of top six and no, a 14. Tops, tops, it should be top six Everton and the rest. Everton yeah. should never be really in trouble. Right? Well, they shouldn't be. But they were. Yeah, I know. So, so, yeah. so they were this season for a little bit. So top six and bottom 14. And any of the bottom 14 could get relegated. Yes, yes I mean, we've seen that... it. Southampton were what they last year? Yeah. Eighth. Eighth. Eighth fired the manager. You know, Stoke City. I mean, it's just, that's been the big lesson. Mm. Just be careful. Don't get big-time players. Keep that spirit high, and it should be okay. That is a Premier League. That's why we love it. And that was the Kevin De Bruyne screamer that was one of our defining moments in this season's Premier League. With Scott was realising that Man City were the real deal and ready to take the crown from Chelsea. Next up, we'll look at what surprised us this year. European football going to turf more. <laughs> Who saw that one coming? You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, Robbio, you talked about it. It has been a season of a lot of surprises in the Premier League. So much to talk about. What's your biggest surprising happening in the Premier League this season? Burnley Football Club are going to be hosting a <laughs> European team at Turf Moor. Mm. And hold there, hold there, hold there. Because oh, some certain pundit on national TV, said that Burnley Football Club would be in the bottom three. They were. Whoa, 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 and relegated to the championship. <laughs> now, I mean... They were second, somebody... second favourites with the bookmakers in the UK to get relegated. They sold Michael Keane for millions. Never, they never. sold Andre Gray, their record signing never. for millions. I, I, I thought they Hold would struggle. Hold your head in and, uh, shame. Uh, uh, okay, listen. In Hands Sean up. Dyche, we trust. It's been amazing. He's a new man. How's he done I, it? He's done it with... 
Rob, interesting enough, common sense decisions. Some sometimes we watch games and we, and we see some 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 teams and formations and, and personnel, and we kind of go, hmm, don't quite see what he's doing. Everything that Sean Dyche has done, I think you can see, and I think these players can see. The other big thing, Rob, and, and, and it's just a, it maybe seems a small thing. When people have played in his team, if you do well, you keep the shirt. Nick Pope mm. came into the team. Tom Heaton's fit. Nick Pope's mm. playing well. Tom Heaton's on the bench. Ashley Barnes came in the team, wasn't mm. the top striker. Mm. Played well, stays in the team. Mm. And players like that. Players can live with that because when I get in the team and I do well, I'm going to keep the shirt. Along to your point, a simple formula mm. has done it for them. Yeah. Uh, and and good technical players that work really, really hard, mm. that have a simple organisation and are well-managed by a good man-manager that Sean Dyche is. You've only got to watch one or two of his press conferences to get a sense of what he's all about. He's relaxed, yeah. he's a funny guy, yeah. he's really honest, and he's always, always stressed in those conferences that I just want my guys to work hard. If we work really hard, they listen to what to what I'm talking about in the yeah. organisation, we're going to be okay. And they're, they're in, anyway, miles better than okay. Seventh place, qualified for the Europa League. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. Give me your surprise, then. What, what stood out for you this season? The signing of the century. Mohammed, century, massive Mohamed Salah. I think that that has surprised everybody. Mm. Come on, fifty-six yeah. million dollars is a is a good fee, but it's not a huge fee. From Roma, I think he scored sixteen goals in Serie A last season. He comes to Liverpool in his first season mm. as a wide player. Mm. In 50 games in all competitions, 43 goals. Yeah. 50 mm. and 43 goals. And I think you talk about surprising elements of that game. More details. His speed. I think the speed of his feet has is, is been ridiculous. His finishing quality mm. has been at the highest order that others would love to have. Mm. And also, by the way, I'm going to put in here as well a couple of things, attitude and humility. I mean, he is that guy that's a super pro and he's, he's been well coached by Jurgen Klopp to get the best out of him. He's not just playing wide. We've talked yeah. about it. That He's a winger that's playing as a striker winger almost. Uh, and those runs and that team behind him. Mm. Uh, and, and he's got 31 Premier League goals right now, which equals the best ever in a Premier League season. I mean, I mean yeah. nobody saw this coming, Rob. No, what no. a signing. Can't add too much to that. And... <laughs> As I, when I watch him, it's almost like somebody's pressed the fast-forward button. Yeah, his deep. legs are going quicker and, and he's moving quicker than anyone else. I'm going to go with one of your words. Durability, by the yeah, way. Doesn't him. rest 50 games. Yeah. 50 games. The other thing I'm, I'm going to throw out there, Rob, is that there's been sentences this season where people have mentioned Mo Salah and Lionel Messi yeah. in yeah. the same. Yeah. I mean, if I you did on that, I, yeah. if you did on that beginning of the season, people would have laughed at you. But maybe we didn't know him as well yeah. as we, yeah. we, we, we exactly, but, and that's why it's a surprise. Now, just to, 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 to go on that as well, the Messi thing for me is a few of the goals that he scored. Yeah, the that, type that's of goals, reminiscent yeah. and of the Messi. Left foot. Not not yeah. about what yeah. he's achieved and being on that same level Correct. because he isn't. But some of the goals, I'm like, wow, that's the sort of goal that you see Messi scoring. Just mm. stunning. I tell you what, Rob, it's only the third time it's ever happened in Premier League history. The three promoted teams are going to be playing Premier League football. I mean, that's stunning. Stunning work by, by the three teams, by the three managers, by the three football clubs when three established boys are going to go down and they're going to be there again next year. Yeah, and, and just amazing jobs by the managers that have kept their jobs, that have been 
unsophisticated uh, in some ways, but very, very well managed throughout. Yeah, let's start, let's start with Huddersfield, because this has been a, a really romantic story. And we got a tweet, actually, from Jason Gagnon, who said, it's difficult not to get romantic about football when watching Huddersfield Town survive against Chelsea. The sheer joy on the players, staff and fans shows how big it comes from accomplishment it is it's meant so much to this town as a whole it is wonderful and i dare you robbie musto to listen to this and not get goosebumps christensen with the header Lussell and the post both come to huddersfield's rescue how did that not go in mission impossible achieved huddersfield town retain their premier league status a goal from the Poitra, an extraordinary save from Lussell. Huddersfield will party long into the night. What a story. <laughs> what a call as well. Yeah. And absolutely right. Absolutely right. Tiny budget, smallest budget, small transfer fees. Mm. You know, a small club, let's face it. Uh, a big-time personality as a manager and an amazing uh, achievement to stay in the division. They've won nine games, Rob. Yeah. This Premier League, and you, we can look at the columns here for goals against and for goals scored and goal difference. They've got an awful goals difference, minus 29. 28 goals, Robin, you survive in the yeah, Premier League. But it's about wins. Yeah. It's about yeah. wins, and you've got to get nine mm. wins. They've got nine, nine wins. Southampton yeah. have got seven, Swansea eight. Uh, oh, sorry, Swansea's eight and West Brom six and Stoke six. They've managed to win tight games, defensively very strong, with a squad that we've many times said, yeah. I can't see Not it. I can't see the Not goals. Yeah. I can't see him being yeah. good enough. But they blimmin' have been, and it's remarkable. Great work from David. Do you know what, as well? A couple of things are, as you do your research. Never in the bottom three. Wow. All season, never in the bottom three. One more thing that, uh, as I was, lo- I was writing my, th- my notes and saying, you know, Newcastle, we'll talk a little bit quickly about them. Brighton, been brilliant. David Wagner, no Premier League experience, never been here. Chris mm. Hutton's been here. Mm. Rafa Benitez's been here. They know a little bit. This guy, it's all new to him and all new to his players. And I thought Carvalho was a great example of, of maybe how difficult management is. You can go in and get a boost in players thing, and players tire a little bit of hearing the same thing with mm. the same voice. Mm. This guy, all season, has been able to get a tune out of his players. Been magnificent, by the way. Is he one of the coaches that we're going to file away like Eddie Howe? Been incredibly, yeah, yeah. Sean Dyche, incredibly correct. important for their mm. football club, which I'm afraid begs the question, my friend, is he going to court point. attention from other clubs? Absolutely. I'm talking about this summer. Absolutely. I'm talking he about this be, summer. But I think, a bit like you say with Eddie Howe, put another year down, lay another foundation, mm. show you a good manager, work your way through this, and you can get there as well. Quick, quick word for Newcastle, Rafa. It was all about him. What's for them next season, Rob? He's got to get a bit of money, and He's got to get a bit of money he to He might spend. not stay, by the way. I watched mm. his press conference, Rob. He's not committing to the future. Yeah. He's saying he's got a meeting with Mike Ashley next week, potentially, and he's got one year left on his contract. You know, I'm not sure that he's going to get the assurances that he requires to continue in the football club. Of course, an amazing job with a squad that's that's really improved and done great. Mm. But you've got to worry about Newcastle, whether he's going to stay there. Brighton, Chris Hewitt, staying up. I mean, Brilliant. didn't see that Well organised, good signings, good attacking balance. We saw him on day yeah, one, by the way. Yeah. And, and, and they beat sure. against City. Yeah, yeah. Was it 1-0 or something? It wasn't, was it one or something? City be, beat them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they look kind of solid, well organised mm. and cautious. Really good season. Yep, only the third time in Premier League history. Three promoted teams stay up. It was obvious some of the more established teams, Stoke, West Brom, Swansea, didn't read the memo. Well, there's been a real scrap for the top four. Well, in fairness, the three underneath City. We look at the Champions League spots and examine what has to happen for Liverpool to miss out and Chelsea to nip in. I'm Earl. He's Musto together with his two Robbies on NBC Sports Radio. 
Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. Now, we've talked City, Rob. Let's talk about the the best of the rest, if you mm. like, the challenges, the others that thought they might have a crack at the title. And, and let's talk about how they've got on this season. We've got to start in Manchester. Manchester yep. United with Jose Mourinho, uh, second place right now in the FA Cup final uh, in a week or so. How are we feeling, by the way? How are we feeling about Manchester United, Rob? I mean, it's second place. They are better than the other teams. There's been kind of good times and bad times and lots of criticisms and some credit. Where are we with them? Points over style. Points, 78. Style could be like 20, but it's okay. Second in the table, Rob. Progression. Highest place since uh, Sir Alex Ferguson finished. Okay for now. Right man, right time. Win the FA Cup and it seems progression. But, here's my but. Massive question mark still. The three areas of the pitch. Goalkeeper, absolutely sorted. Defensively. Have they got a centre-back pairing? Smalling, Jones. We keep asking the question. If we keep asking the question, that the answer's already there. Lindelof, Bailly's not playing. Defensively, stuff to do. Mm. Midfield, Pogba. Problem. <laughs> Fellaini, Herrera, we've got to work that out. Matic, yeah, no problem. S- attack. Lukaku, tick. Alexis, in time. Summer mm. rest, tick. Yeah. Martial, Rashford. Right. Mm, problem. Yeah, so so you, I, I'll attack it in a similar but a different way. I think there's a lot of players at Manchester United that are not Jose Mourinho type of players. And my little list, Daley Blint, okay. not his type of player. Okay. Damian, no. Yeah. Luke Shaw. Now, you know, mm. Anthony Martial. Now, some question marks with these ones. Yeah. Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Is he a Mourinho player? Mm. Juan Mata. Question mark. Hasn't played much. Paul Pogba. Now, by the way, that's not to say that some of these players aren't great players. They are really good players, but yeah. they're not Jose players. T- 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 tell me what you mean. Go, go well, I'll, further, tell you what I mean. What, what, I'll tell you what I mean. I'll tell you what I mean. He likes power, size, maturity, consistency, reliability, mm-hmm. durability, and mostly mentality, Robbie Earl. So mm-hmm. forget, back to your style, yeah. forget Man United style of play. Forget all that. They hire yeah. Jose Mourinho. And what I'm saying is they might get rid of some players that have some flair, some style, Martial's and Luke Shaw's ability and Rashford okay. and Matter for a Jose team. He hasn't got a Jose team yet. Okay, I like where you're going with this one because what you're saying, and this is something I, I wanted to come at, unhappy players might be unhappy players. Marshall and I, they're, they're second in the league or best they've ever been. They may be happier with other people, but actually they're doing all right. So you're talking about Mourinho players. He's going to make changes, Robbie. Do those Mourinho players take them closer to City yeah. then? Well, yeah, he believes so. He believes so. What, but less footballers, yes, more power. De- defending. Fellaini's desperate for Fellaini to get a new contract. McTominay loves him. He likes power, physicality, reliability with a little bit of talent mm. thrown in there. You've mm. got Alexis to add that. Pogba. Mm. You know, Pogba mm. is, is, is... Yeah, I'm... A- Manchester United fans well, might be sending listen, their, their listen, season tickets yeah, back but, but based let's, on let's that. Let's think about the Chelsea teams, Rob. They're full of power, full yeah, of energy, they, full they of counter They played, though, as well, Rob. They all could play. They play a little bit, too. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying there could be a lot of change this club to get a real Jose United team that's going to be... How long does that take, then? How long? That, that doesn't, well, happen, in, me, that doesn't happen in a year. That, that's a three-year project. This, well, this is, th- this is his third summer third transfer summer. window. Yeah. Yeah. So after this summer, surely he's going to have had enough money, enough time, mm. enough numbers of players to produce a Jose Mourinho United team that, again, is not like the normal mm. ones, mm. but it's a Jose one to win the title. I watched him do this at Real Madrid yeah. when Pep was in charge of Barcelona. Are you? I love that Barcelona side. The season after that, 
Jose found a way to blimmin' get the other side of him and win the title. He's a scrapper, he's a fighter, and he hasn't quite got... Like, did you say the other day? There's some, I don't like the yeah, smell that, about the smell some of this squad. Yeah, That's what know. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. He wants to change majority... Well, not majority, but quite a few players in this squad. Interesting times ahead for Manchester United and the fans. We'll keep an eye on that one. Spurs, we're, we're not going to pass yeah. over Spurs, but Spurs are back in there again, consistent. Top four finish for the, for the past three years, so we're going to give them a tick. We're, we're going to talk about the, the next two teams, Rob, fighting for what's still open is a Champions League spot. Liverpool, they beat Brighton or get a draw. They'll be through to Champions League next season. Mm. Chelsea need a win and hope Liverpool get right. beat yeah. to give them a chance. Liverpool, where are, with, where are we with we're, them? We're excited. Yeah. We're excited. Absolutely, we are. I mean, you talked about it just before we came on. You know, yeah. going from back to front from, now, mm. you're not scared to do that. No. Where you were you were wanting mm. to go from front to back and you're Correct. like, well, you know what? So I think the changes, the Goalkeeper, Rob. Yeah. Big, big decision for me. Stop, right. stop being too loyal to this kid. <laughs> Go and get a goalkeeper. A million percent he won't. Go and get a goalkeeper. No, he won't. Well, he's, he's, he's going to have a problem. He's well, not going to win titles. He's not going to get. He's not going to win finals. He trusts his players to improve, to get better, to be more comfortable. Did Alberto Moreno, who who who, no. who he, he, he thought and gave a similar thing, no. and then we see Andrew Robertson no. come on and the whole thing changed. But he gave he gave Moreno another opportunity, another chance. He put him in the come side. On. He don't is give not going to give, give us up. a blind spot. Jürgen he's not going to give up unless, I guess, Mignolet. If he sells Mignolet. He got to bring in another goalkeeper. Go and get a top class goalkeeper. Solves your problem. Uh, I, your listen, I agree. I'm just trying to just yeah. trying to think what he might do because he's that way. But other than that, a midfielder's got power. It's got mm. some pace and goals of Oxlade Chamberlain, Lalana to come back. That gives you a little bit of creativity. Little so bit more depth. Power. A little bit Nabi more depth. Gator to come yeah, in as well. If, if, if M. A. Chong goes, a little bit more depth in each department will help. Well, him. yes, another striker. I would say. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to have to drop into Solanke or Danny Ings. Mm. I mean, of course, Oxlade Chamberlain, Lalana can play in that yeah. front three if one yeah. of the wide guys gets injured. Correct. But yep, but somebody else up there. Um, we'll see what happens in the Champions League final. Uh, but there's no question Liverpool are, are getting to a point where they're going to be challenging for the title next season. Chelsea, what's that? The, the um, reigning champions up until City take take the crown off them. Fifth outside Champions League again. Sort of seen it before. We, we've read this chapter. Yep. Win a title, drop off a little bit. Yep. Conte's not been happy for a while. He's made it known. I'm not sure that's been great. Moody, Moody face. Yeah. So yeah. that's one of the... There's, there's three mm. parts to this, isn't there? There's a player drop-off that we've yeah. seen before. We've had yeah. that. The Moody manager's not helped anything. And transfer business. Now, I know we've talked about this a lot, Rob, but I made, I, I made I got the old car clear out and I did some numbers here. Now, of course, they, they lost Matic and Diego Costa. Yeah. Brilliant players. Yeah. And that brought in, uh, with others as well, $216 million. So for this season, I'm going to get to the in number, in the summer in January, Chelsea have spent... With that money and more, three hundred forty-three million dollars. Three hundred fifty. I did. I did the numbers myself. I did the and numbers. They've, they've gone from first to three fifty. By the way, is it? Three, um, well, yeah. So three hundred fifty virtually. But by the way, ninety-one for Morata looks overpriced at the moment. He could come good. Fifty-two for Bakayoko. Disappointing. Not good enough. I, I, I Forty-four he was for be a lot Rudiger. Is, is he's okay? It's okay. It's okay. But I'm looking around at Tarkovsky, I'm looking around at Duffy and Drink, drink and drink, drink, drink water. water, 45. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of money spent, Rob. Without, and who and we blame him for that? Is that the... I mean, Conte will have you believe that it's yeah. all about the board. Of course. But surely Morata was a was a Antonio Conte signing, wasn't he? You would think so. I, 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 this is what makes it difficult. It hasn't just been, been lack of, of quality that's been Chelsea's problem. There's, there's, there's something, Rob, and I was trying to get my, I was trying to think what it. There's something erratic about Chelsea. The moment they win a title, yeah. that Chelsea now should be a legacy. They should be challenging every year. They should be guaranteed top four. Everything you want in a football club, Chelsea have got. 
They've got a good fan base, global fan base. They've got a good owner who puts money into the football club. They've, got a, gr- they've got a great manager and they've got quality right. on the football right. pitch. And they've won a championship last year. And they've won a championship. Right. But they should be in no, top no, four but every we've, we've seen this before, though. No, but I'm, we've I'm, seen I'm, it before. Of course we've next, seen it before. Season, well, that, that's gonna... not an excuse because we've seen it before. We, they should be guaranteed their title, top four. But their title, their, their trophy cabin over the last few years has been brilliant. Of course been amazing. I, but they shouldn't, they shouldn't be sitting fifth. Fifth for them well, is a huge disappointment. Okay, but then next, there's, there's a talk about now, there's talk about what do we need to do to keep uh, Ed Nazard and the manager Luis Enrique now is heavily favoured with Mauricio Sarri the Napoli yeah, coach the Napoli, yeah. as if like you know what Hazard needs a bit more of a technical coach to come in to enjoy his football a little bit more mm. maybe that'll happen and we're on the same cycle Rob and then Chelsea come back next year the cycle's got to change manager you, well, why? why they're winning a lot of titles Rob yeah but you're going up yeah but they're winning titles <laughs> championships and Manchester and United's won titles but they, they every year they, they finish Champions League every year they, they, they're battling yeah, for but titles Arsenal, Spurs and Liverpool would kill for the, the titles that I know, Chelsea, Chelsea have won what without I'm trying being to, consistent what in I'm terms of their say, manager. Chelsea have got all the things in place you need to be top four. Other teams haven't. Arsenal didn't spend the money. Arsenal wasn't that way inclined. Arsenal didn't had a bit of a blind spot. Chelsea have got a great manager who can win titles. They've got the money behind you. They spent $350 million mm. and they've got all the things in terms of a fan base I, I, I don't, and I don't disagree but, but history says they bounce back and bounce back well. So you're saying that Spurs uh, should, be, should be more consistent than Chelsea, which they have been over the last three seasons. Chelsea have won two All titles. All I'm saying is that Chelsea have won a lot of stuff over the last since Abramovich has and, been and, there. And, and, and there's o- been a lot of manager and change. And you're okay winning and drop next yeah, season, don't bother. I am. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happier well, I'm than not. that, than winning titles I don't know what every, I've got. every couple of I years. I want to look at my players and know what I've got and who they are. Do they want to be Change title is winners? Good. Are they hungry? Change is good, Robbie Earl. Change is erratic. It brings Change titles to that football club. Not having it. Not having it. So that's the season Premier League table assessed. Me and Musty going at it. With one more game to play, still a couple of things to sort out. Will Manchester City keep pushing those record numbers even further? When we get back, we'll spend a moment to celebrate the possible ending of two Premier League greats. We'll talk Wenger and Rooney next. This is Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. Be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, my friend, it's not often that we get to talk about a Premier League great, but Arsene Wenger is a Premier League great, and he's going to go into his last game uh, tomorrow away at Huddersfield. Um, there's been a lot of fallout, lots of a huge reaction all over football in England, really, about this man and what he's done. Let's hear, though, from Arsene Wenger, part of his farewell, spe- uh, farewell speech at the Emirates last weekend. Thank you all very well for having me for such a long time. I know that's not easy, but above all, I am like you, I'm an Arsenal fan. Just would like to finish by one simple word. I will miss you. And we'll miss you, Orson, I'm afraid. I'll be picking up that pillar, Robbie Musto, and no there'll be pajamas. no Arsene pyjamas again. Mm. I mean, mm. he's going to be missed. He's a pioneer mm. of the Premier League. He, he's changed the way that the game's been played in the country. And things that we'll miss, the beautiful football, the great kind of football vocabulary that he talks with, it's, it's, it's very different to anyone else. The, sometimes the rose-tinted views of how he sees it and how Arsenal are doing, the stubbornness, the loyalty to his players, the blind spots he gets on his defending. But most of all, and the thing that stood out of all of the things that have come out this last couple of weeks, 
is his love for his football club, Rob. Mm, yeah. This guy loves his football club. He's a fan. You know what? I, I, we always uh, watch the press conferences mm. the, the day before the weekend when we're working to prep mm -hmm. and to see what they say. Yeah. And I was sat in my room today and I thought, it's the last time we're going to hear him. Mm. It's the last time we're going to hear him. And he was now for relax, you know, in this press conference today, talking about, you know, his kind of philosophy. And he kept saying, Rob, things like... You know, all I want is for for fans to watch our football and just to go back and enjoy it. And, yeah, and, and it's yeah. really important yeah. to him, the style, um, the way that he does things. I think his knowledge came across again today. And yeah. it's kind of sad. I mean, there was great things today. Mm. He was relaxed today. Yeah. And I tell you what the most important, not important, but interesting thing. He was asked about, you know, what's the, the best thing that you're proud of at Arsenal? And he said his best work came between 2006 and 2015. Now, basically, what he's saying is there to maintain Champions League status mm. with limited resources. Of course, he's talking about the, yeah, the, the, the stadium teams. build. Yeah. He he thought that that was his biggest accomplishment. Not not the Invincibles, mm. though. He said that was his favourite team. Yeah. Um, but just you know, sometimes the fans don't see Rob. The hardest thing is to see the money. Because remember, times we said spend money, yeah, Arsenal, yeah, spend, spend. Money, yeah. The money wasn't there. there. Yeah. It wasn't and his it was, fault, mm. and that to sell their best players. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, and and as you say, Rob. Remember the, the phrase I used with um, the, the guy who put Newcastle? I said he's a fanager. Mm. He's a fan manager. Mm. Arsene Wenger is an archetypal yeah. fan yeah. manager. He's yeah. a fan of this football club. And I don't think... I've looked at the league and thought, which other manager could you say is a fan of his football club? Mm. Arsene Wenger's the last. And mm. he'll be the last, by the way, very quickly. He'll be the last man that'll have a stand named after him for the yeah. time he's worked there. He'll be the last man that'll have a statue outside the stadium because we won't see this kind of uh, period again. Absolutely. Fans... Wayne Rooney is a fan of Everton. Yeah. Let's talk about him leaving for MLS, mm. for, for DC United. Is this the right time for him to go? No. 32 years of age. He's, he's, he's Everton's top scorer. He's Manchester United's record goal scorer. He's England's record goal scorer. He's still got something to offer the football club. Mm. If Sam Allardyce stays, then yes, it's the time to go. Because Sam isn't going to play him. It's obvious. There's been some kind of fallout. If Sam goes, somebody else can integrate Wayne Rooney yeah. into Everton team. I agree. I mean, I think he's just got to wait a little bit. Just be a little bit patient. See what's happening. Sam Allardyce apparently is going to have a meeting uh, with the ownership at Everton next week. He's, he's still got a lot to give, Rob. He's the top goal scorer mm. for this season. Yeah. Almost one in three in yeah. the league. And, still. You know, from, from mainly from, a, from a, a midfield position. So I think it's all about the manager. And I think he's, and he should wait to see whether the manager goes because the next guy might want him in by the, the get the, uh, By the way, you then start looking at what Wayne Rooney's done, Rob. He, he, some of his records are ridiculous. He, 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 was the, he was the last of what I call the street footballers. People who grew up on the street and took it into the, into the Premier League. Mm. And I go back to the first day at 16 and a half years of age, I think it was, when he came on the scene, scored the goal, goal against Arsenal. Yeah. And there was a great call by a commentator who said, remember the name Wayne Rooney. Mm. Yeah, we are, we ain't going to forget him, Rob. Well, yeah. He's a Premier well, when, you're, when you're the top goal scorer for Manchester United mm. and the England national team, yeah. you, we ain't going to forget that. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant player. Yeah, absolutely brilliant player, and we'll see whether he is in the blue of Everton next season or he moves over to the States for DC United. Be great to have him here, but Wayne, we both think it might be a little bit early. So that just leaves the time for tweet of the day, and that goes to Zach Rifi, who was actually a Spurs fan, but appreciates all the work that Arsene Wenger's done in the game and said he inspired him to become a coach. So, Zach, please make sure your direct message is your address, and we'll get a two Robbie Scoff doing the post in the next couple of days. So we're at the end of the season, and I'm afraid it's the end of the road for Stoke. 
West Brom and probably Swansea. And Man City still got one more game to go. Still more records to push even further for them. But remember, for more debate, discussion, and as you heard tonight, often disagreement, make sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts to download the Two Robbies show. And if you like what you hear, please review the show. But more important is let us know what team you support and why you love that team. And we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. And finally, for me, thanks to all the good folk at Culver City, you guys have officially been voted the Two Robbies Team of the Year. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening to the show today and also supporting the Two Robbies Football Show all season long. But if you want more, there is more. Subscribe to the Two Robbies podcast and watch out for regular pods probably over the next few weeks reacting to any big stories that come up with national teams, certainly the Champions League final uh, and also World Cup reports, Robbie. I think mm. we're going to chuck a few pods yeah. out. Yeah, let's get yeah, some. We'll, we'll get the, the major stages. We'll get through and we'll throw some pods out there. So, until then, it's good night from me. Good night from him. Good, good night. night.